Good afternoon, beautiful people. I'm keeping all my content free of charge so there's complete transparency so everyone can get the benefit of all the information. This is a completely independent podcast, but any monetary support is greatly appreciated. Click the support this podcast link at the end of the episode description for more details. Now back to the show. Sort of the crux of things. I think this is like a really like organic. It's not a forced kind of conversation. No, because it's um, me. And you, man. <laughs> I, I know. I know that. I know you're probably at a point where you still don't want to like let all your views and stuff out. But I think that that's a good thing, and maybe that's also a comfort thing. And so I think so we want to say. Want- hold on, hold on. Let me interrupt for a second. Exactly. What do you mean when you say that? Because like I. The only thing that, like, right now I feel like where I'm at is I know I don't resonate with either of these, of the one party, I'll say. But why is that, though? Why is that, though? There has to, like, what, like, w- what is it that bothers you, I guess, about, um, what is it that makes you not identify with either of these factions, I guess? Because the, the, they both just seem fake to me, man. Like Okay. It both seem fa- it seems not real. It seems fake. N- shit never changes. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And, and that's literally like honestly like where I'm at. It's like all these people want to like hoorah this candidate and hoorah this candidate. But it's like, dude, you guys can do that shit, and <laughs> but nothing's gonna change. And mm-hmm. it's it's the same shit either way, man. That that that's, three- that's, that's why I don't I I don't resonate with either one and and i thought that i did resonate with the i know you don't like when i say it but the quote-unquote left but then like i'm like actually no like i, I don't mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because shit, and that's nothing wrong with that and, yeah. and i'm just I, I don't know i guess for me like this is anything in my life like i'm all about like let's get better let's like make a change and that's not happening right now at least you hit it on the head when you said let's make a change. I want you to write down four, I want you to write down three terms. And when we get done with the interview, I want you to research these terminologies. I'll tell you exactly what you're describing. You're describing austerity. You're describing accelerationism and you're describing incrementalism. Incrementalism is the one that really bothers me the most. So incrementalism is basically the idea that people do things at their own pace and that's and that's kind of what the two-party system does it it gives you the perception that is doing that it is making a change but sort of on their terms it, it does it it may be 10 years down the road and we may get full-scale legalization of marijuana it may be 20 years before we get some sort of a semblance of an actual healthcare system. It may be 30 or 40 years before we get up. Do you see what I'm saying? Some people need these things this exact moment. We we have a homelessness crisis now. We can't wait 30 and 40 years for things to change. And so they kind of operate under philosophy. Let's take it day by day, step by step. But by the time you go through legislative measures, the House, the Senate, the President, veto, filibuster, veto, all that stuff. That's why they won't end the filibuster. You know, the filibuster 
if you got rid of the filibuster, it would sort of make things flow a little bit easier, not all the way, but it'd be a lot, a little bit easier than what it is now. They won't even end the filibuster because if they ended the filibuster, that means that things will flow quicker. And so it goes into that philosophy. They don't want things to change. It goes into kind of what we were saying earlier. It's accelerationism when it comes to military. When it comes to funding wars, they do that very quickly. They they sign off on that very quickly. You notice that. Just like with the Gen 6 insurrection, which it wasn't. It wasn't a fucking insurrection. An insurrection lasts longer than six hours. I'm just saying that much. Yeah. Like real insurrections last longer than six hours. <laughs> they, don't, they don't go in the same fucking building and then finish the procedures. I mean, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah. But anyway, they funded the Capitol Police very quickly. They fund things that they want to fund in record speed. Just like look at 9-11. That happened. I'm not even going to get into the details with that. But that happened. And it wasn't, it, it didn't take any time before we went to war. That's what I mean. They can accelerate when they want to, but at the same time, they can increment things very, very slowly when they want to as well. It, it's all by design. And that's, that's when I kind of came to my conclusion that it's the same system. If you can't, if you can't relate to either one, then you would have to think that there's something in common with the two parties that you can't get along with. Yeah. And, I, and this will probably piss some people off that I'm bringing up. Cares? Yeah. That I'll bring up this uh, term because it's so negatively viewed, but you know, saying some of the things that you've said and, and just now you got to start looking at it. Like, you know, conspiracy is a bad term. I feel like, but I don't know, man, the more I'd like look into stuff, it's just, you know, I'm not getting into the 9-11 stuff, you know, or whatever, but I think I think they're all working together, really, <laughs> to be honest, probably, <laughs> to to a certain extent. So I just, I don't know, man. I, that's, what, what, I, what do you mean by who are they? You're talking about just like everybody that's in the, the Yeah, I just, because like I said, it's basically the same thing and, and, and nothing really changes. It's like we watch a reality show every four years. Like at this point, that's basically what it is. Expect, good God, this last one was literally a reality TV show, basically. They all are, though. Yeah, and 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 I'm starting to think I'm going, and and you've been in, you know, you're at very very well educated in in this, and and so I'm sitting here thinking, when is the last time someone was elected that there was like actual like positive change for like the everyday man? And, and and what I'm what I mean by that I, mean, is, I haven't seen it in my lifetime. It, yeah, yeah. And um, I mean your old ass is 40. So <laughs> mm -hmm. no, but um but yeah, so I'm I sit here and I just think about it and I'm like, I think this goes to why I don't resonate with either side is because I'm ready for somebody to come along or just some type of movement or something to where like we can start looking at like the everyday person a little Have bit. Have you researched um have you looked into the Libertarian Party? Have you looked into the Green Party? Have you looked into the Socialist Party of America? There's lots of political parties in this country. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would love to look into them. Um, and they are, and they are more, and they are working class parties. A lot of them are. Yeah, I just, I just think that a lot of the things that happen. I mean, it's not about. I mean, the, I don't know the stats, but I'm sure the majority of 
what is the majority of Americans you think is far social class? It's probably like middle class or like a little bit lower than middle class, maybe like as a whole, do you know percentages on that or anything? I, I don't know. I, I don't most, know. But I just, Most of the country is a working class, middle yeah. class, whatever that is. Most like, people are rich, put it that way. Yeah. And, and, you know, people can, middle class is different terms for some people, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just, I want, you know, we, we both have kids and stuff and I want them to grow up in a world to where like, there can be like positive changes and things. And especially now that I have kids, like I really start looking into like a lot of these things and it's just that all of that kind of ties up into why I don't resonate with either side. And, and I just want to see change for like the common man type thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like people like me and you, like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you are a doctor, but <laughs> no, but I'm a common, I identify, yeah, I'm a common yeah. person. I'm not, um, yeah. a lot of that is, Again, academia is just another political arena. Yeah. And that's why it's hard for me to, I mean, I'll participate in it, but I'm just, I'm just going to do what I need to do and get out. I mean, in other words, I'm not going to lobby for people within academia. All my work is going to be done outside of academia as far as like direct action work and stuff. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not funding organizations and associations within academia. If I do get a job in academia, my focus is on the people that aren't a part of academia. I want to educate people outside of academia. And that's why I have different (laughs) kinds of people on because um, I don't agree with academia. I can't be who I am in academia. So I have to do something like this to kind of be who I am outside of academia. I don't want to fake who I am. You you can't put Kiko in a box, man. <laughs> but I mean, but no one, but no one should be like that though. Um, yeah. We make it to where, um, it's like, dude, let people smoke them a joint before they go into work. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, for for real though. <laughs> I mean, look at it. I mean, it's like, why not? I mean, you you. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure we take medications. It's like. Oh yeah. You can, only, you can only take the medications that they tell you to take. It's like, why come you can't take um, a medication that you want to take? Yeah, because it doesn't benefit. That's also those, natural. Let's throw that in there. <laughs> it doesn't benefit those pharmaceuticals, but see, yeah, big pharma is going to be involved in the weed game. Just give it, give it once. Watch it when weed becomes legalized everywhere. I guarantee you, big pharma will have a hand in it. They're going to have their hands in on it. They just, I believe they're doing it now. They just haven't figured out how they can make money directly from it. They're going to try to find a way to undercut that industry, the cannabis industry. And they are going to find, and then it's going to get to a point where everything is going to be, their labels are going to be on the weed products. You watch. Before we're dead, Big Pharma is going to have control of the weed market too. The same people who are lobbying against it are going to be pushing it out because then they'll be able to make money off of it oh yeah it's all a money game man mm-hmm. it has money. nothing to do with morality at all it has That's, nothing no it, it has nothing to do with oh it's got all these health benefits or anything when it comes to you know marijuana that whole situation it is nothing else more than about money that's literally it that's all i mean look at because like people talk about you can't tax it and all this crazy shit you know and it's just i mean how can you take this people seriously it's just like but but look at every every tenth commercial. What do you see? A cigarette or an alcohol commercial? Yeah. 
alcohol and cigarettes to me are way more deadly than marijuana. I mean, they are. There's not even a question about that. I don't, I don't look at marijuana as a drug. So yeah, like, it's yeah. a plant. It's a plant. It's a plant with medicinal values is the way I view it. Yeah. Uh, I and mean, you know, Cousins and I talked about that. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah. So, so, so we've kind of gotten the idea that you're at a crossroads, you know, more or less. Um, which is fine. I think the average voter, you don't have to know about most of these issues. It's just some people may just be in the gun rights. You know, they may have just their, they want their guns. They want. Um, and they want health care. They may have two issues that they care about. I think a, a lot of voters don't aren't voting on a hundred different issues. They're voting maybe because of three things or one thing. And so when you see that, you realize that, okay, it makes sense why someone would support someone, you know? It, it's not, people vote for different reasons, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, saying that, uh, kind of the place that I'm at as well is I don't want to be that person that just votes on those things. And I think that's, I mean, it would be easier if I did, because I would just know that that's who I'm voting for. That's where I'm voting. That's the party I, you know, think I, I should be with or whatever. But like for me right now, like on, when it comes to social issues, I feel like I have a pretty good grip on where I stand with most of those. But as far as like, so I know for me, like, cause it, you know, you have the economic side of politics as well. I need to study more of that and get a little bit more familiar with that to probably help me figure out a little bit better where my mind is, you know? I'm still in development when it comes I'm to so that. Head, because it's, it's hard, man. Like it is because I'm, it's so hard for me not to vote for the social issue stuff, you know? Like, so just, what, do, what do you prioritize those social issues? What would you say are the three most important social issues to you? Well, I mean, would you consider healthcare for all as a, I mean, yeah. that for sure. Yeah, um, for sure, man. Yeah. So 100% that, um, I mean, the cannabis stuff, I would throw that in there. Um, I'm not saying that's necessarily one of the most important, but I think it's big when you look at um, the prison system right now. Oh, um, well, that's a social issue for sure. It, yeah. So, I mean, I could, the, the whole issue that I have with that is, um, you know, it's now that it's legal, you've got all these people that are still stuck in there. It's like, mm -hmm. it, it, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. And, and our, the prison system needs to be relooked at. And I don't know, especially, I don't know if they'll overturn stuff like that. I don't know if that's a possibility. And what about, and, and what are some of your other views? I mean, I mean, those are two really big issues. I mean, the, the healthcare system and the, and the carceral system, those are two monsters, you know, when we talk about like, I mean, you know, we, I'm not in school, I don't have any debt or anything. But, you know, I've got, you know, my wife's in nursing school. And, you know, ne there, that needs to be looked at. It's just hard when people are trying to better themselves and getting an education to not only if these people are going to better themselves for an education, they're going to be more equipped to deal with stuff in society, society, at least mm -hmm. should they should be, you know, like they're trying, especially these people that are doing stuff like that. Um, and so the fact that they just have all this money that they have to pay back out the ass is just, I don't know. I, I wish, I, I think that needs to, 
I don't know if it's erasing all of it, but something that needs to be relooked at. So that's, I would say those are, you know, some big ones. So you're, so you're, so you're saying you're a leftist. <laughs> I mean, you are, I mean, based on those things, I mean, those are all left ideas. Yeah. I mean, I mean well, all three of those things are things that the left are fighting for now. That's, um, and like I said, I mean, I, I talked to Spike Cohen, you know, episode six. And Spike is a libertarian. He's an he's an anarcho-capitalist, but Spike Cohen, in my as far as I'm concerned, he's more left than the Democrats are. And I know that a lot of libertarians like that don't identify themselves on a side. And I get that. I respect I'm a libertarian. I just happen to be left and libertarian, which is fine too. You know, some people are more in the center libertarian, some people are more right libertarian. The problem with left right is that you there's an authoritarian scale and there's a libertarian scale. And this is what they don't tell you. You don't have to be just left or right. There's no such thing as just left and right. There's left, right, and then there's also authoritarian and libertarian. I'm a libertarian. So then what does that mean? I, I'm pro-First Amendment. I'm pro-Second Amendment. I believe people can say what they say. I believe people can own as many guns as they want. That's not what you hear from Democrats. Well, see, well, here's the so, thing. So, I so, agree with so, you. I'm also for both of those as so well. That's what I'm saying. You're you're a leftist, is what I'm trying to tell you. You're a leftist without even realizing it, but because you're basing your idea of left on what Democrats are telling you. Yeah. Or what the or what the mainstream media is telling you the left is. So you're saying, okay, I don't agree with these motherfuckers, but they're saying they're dead the left, so that means I'm not the left. But that's not what the left is. The left is that the left is a those issues you talked about are very much left issues. And honestly, let's just drop the labels. I'll work with anybody. So if a Republican or a right wing person, someone who identifies as more conservative, is wants to have a Medicare for all type system or they want to legalize cannabis across the board, we can work together. We can just drop the labels. That's kind of how I am at this point. No, yeah. Like, me personally, I'm definitely left libertarian, but I'll work with just about anybody when it comes to getting the job done. I I'm not worried about a personality. I work, again, I'll work with anybody. I'll work with the Biden people. But unfortunately, the Biden people, I don't think, I think some of his supporters are on board, but I don't think that, his administration is not giving me any sort of indication that he's willing to, to change anything at all. So I, I I can't really take that seriously anymore. But if someone's coming to me and saying they want to do these things, then then, then we can talk about it and work about it and, and, and get it out there and, and sort of spread that message more. Like, I don't care what political affiliation you are. I think once we start dropping the labels, but also connecting the two, more people will realize, okay, I see what he's saying now. And they will lose that socialism, all that capitalism, all this stuff. Just like Jay Carrico was talking about. Jay, I think, sort of demonstrated that you can you have to talk to everybody. He said to himself. Oh, Jay, yeah, that's great. Jay, they Jay basically they said that you have to talk about everybody. And they're right. Jay said you have to advocate for everybody. Even if they're reactionary, you sort of have to 
gauge the, the spectrum and see, give the person a chance and see where they are. You just can't write off anybody because at the end of the day, it comes down to what? Like you said, it's a class thing. We all need money. We all could use a lot of money right now. You know, and, and I think that relates to everybody. It doesn't matter what you are. It doesn't matter if you're black, LGBTQ, white, anything. It doesn't matter. It, people need resources, basic substance. And, and that's all that I'm looking for is, does people have drinking water? Does people have, you know, light? Does people have food on the table? I mean, that's, this is the thing that people need. And these things are even not under threat now with grocery bills. Um, not just inflation, even with not even including the inflation element of it, things, just, life as a whole, the quality of life is just diminished more and more, it seems. Yeah, and, and you know, I've kind of brought up the kids thing earlier, you know, because we both have two kids, you know, me and you. And uh, I think about that a lot too, you know, just the world that they're going to grow up in. And so that's why, like, I'm getting so thinking so much more about these issues and everything, because honestly, I didn't really really when I started like had kids and everything, that's when I really started thinking about these things, you know, and the importance of them. And I, I don't think like that's really looked at by the political figures in office now, you know, like what what is like what are we going to change, you know. So it's hard when, you know, you think. Because some of the stuff you, you even said, you're like, it, this is not going to change. This is not going to change. So it's kind of like, what is that why you're basically saying you think the only way that there's going to be a change is, like you said, a revolution? Direct action, not necessarily revolution, but direct action measures. So direct action can mean uh, mutual aid funds. The problem with mutual aid funds is that, yes, a little bit of money goes a long way. But it would be good to have people with a lot of money who would help and be willing to give some money and donate it to mutual aids. It's not yeah. charity work, it's mutual aid. The point of mutual aid is to get things done, is to direct actions, to get shit done then and now. Yeah. So if that means getting a thousand homeless people off the street for a month, and then maybe trying to find employment for them, then that's what a mutual aid fund would do. That's what I mean by direct action. That that doesn't require Congress to do something like that. That requires the mercy. That's the people. That's of a good person. Yeah. But that's what I mean. That kind of stuff, that's small scale. The big scale stuff is going to have to take, I think, revolution. And, and like I said, that can mean a lot of different things that would have to involve some sort of a labor change. So, so a, some sort of a general strike. There was a general strike last year, but it was very, very weak. It was so weak that no one even knew about it. It wasn't even publicized. There has to be a general, there has to be a couple of general strikes. So what does that mean? That means that people have to be willing to sit out of work for a long period of time. Who's able to do that? I think, if there was a guarantee on the other end that there could be this concession, if it meant we get paid at least $23 an hour, if we get paid, um, oh, if we get full pay leave for three weeks to a month, whatever, there has to be a demand for that to, meet, to, to happen though. There has to be 
a parameter in place by the people in order for this to happen. A general strike can only work unless someone has demands in place. You can't just sit out and not work and not have something to get back in return for that sitting out. Yeah, and, and here's the thing about that too is, you know, this is supposed to be the greatest place ever, but there's other places in the world that are actually have some better systems than we do. Like, I think it's uh, in Sweden, like that's, they got like paid childcare. Um, they, their maternity leave is way different than it is here. Um, I'm pretty sure they get paid more, you know, as far as minimum wage goes over there. I heard an interview. Um, it was actually on talking BS um, with, with a guy that was over there and everything he was saying, I was like, well, kind of sounds better over there <laughs> like mm -hmm. but we're taught here that like this is the greatest place but so like it it's been it's it's possible because it's been done in other places it's just not being done here well we operate under we operate under crony capitalism so again the purpose of capitalism is to enrich the people who are supposed to be the ones hiring the workers like they they, they presented as if the only reason why you are where you are is because of this gracious corporation that's helping you out. Wherever you're working right now, wherever, you know, my wife is working or anywhere, anyone else. Those people are basically, we're your lifeline. You're nothing without us. That's what capitalism teaches you. But that's not true at all. What I'm saying is that the worker has power. The worker just has to be calculated about how to use it the problem here is that the two-party system divides the workers and that's another reason why i'm against republicans and democrats because they teach you to fight against the poor trump person the poor bernie person the poor biden supporter the poor green party supporter the poor libertarian supporter it doesn't matter what party they're affiliated with they tell you that those people are wrong and they're bad people, but those people are in your same situation. Yeah. The only way a general strike can work out or a revolution can work out, a revolution has to be multi-coalition. It has to include everybody. It has to include everybody. It may include a few rich people. They're willing to put their necks on the line, but is going to require a massive uproar. There's more of us than there are them. And that's what people have to remember. It may never happen. It may never, ever happen because people's minds are not there. But under the, at the end of the day, there's more people who are working for the 1% than there are them. Their job is to keep the 99% fighting with each other. That's their job. That's what the mainstream media's job is. That's what the two-party system's job is. They're working for the bankers. They're working for those same people. So their job is to make sure that they're fucked up enough psychologically and economically to the point where they have to depend on us for our news, our information, our misinformation, whatever it is. They have to do, that's why we have to depend on Amazon. We don't have an alternative to Amazon. So we have to depend on Amazon for our shipping needs, you know, for things to come to our house. Cause they killed the mom and pop restaurant industry. They yeah. killed all those industries. So 
the Marriott's of the world and all these big companies that you should know they've been in hospitality. I used to work for Marriott. <laughs> Those people, they, they, they want to kill the Hiltons. They want to kill. They don't want competition. They say that there's competition, but it really isn't. It's really just a few big players in the game. Oh, and yeah. this is, and this is political system, music industry, the education system, the prison system, any system you think about, why do you think there's always just a few people in control of it? it, it it's like that. That's what capitalism does, though. Yeah, especially education, man. That's it big... does the same thing that they say that communism does. I don't necessarily agree with either one of them. But they both do the same thing. It has to do with what you're doing with what you have. The problem is that in this capitalistic system, workers like us and people like us, we don't have input in decision-making. They, they make the decisions for us. And so we're at their mercy all the time. Yeah, that, we, that uh, in just unprofessional terms, that fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to be honest. Like, but see, I, but but if you but if you told that to like someone the, the people that you're talking about these poor conservative people, yeah, that are always like demonized. Per, I think personally, I don't go into like I've kind of talked with it with Jay Clark or whatever when it comes to that stuff. The 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 emotional basis of these voters and, and stuff. Um, I don't really see white people as really different personally. I don't see that. I don't see that much of a difference. No, I um, yeah. They, they, but they make it seem like these types of white people are just so different. And I'm like, not, not, no, they're not. But that makes some people uncomfortable because then they're making themselves seem like they're really different than, than those people, but they're not different. I mean, you can't say that there's white privilege on one hand and then say that you're not like they are. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. You can't say that there's that I have white privilege. The same people who say that they have white privilege would say that they're so different from those white people. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, because do you remember all the celebrity videos that came out and they were like, my name is da 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 and I have white privilege. <laughs> like, they bring all that shit too, which- But that's they, they have it, but when it comes to like, but when you paint them as like, so how are you different than these people that you say that you're different from? They don't have a lot of good answers for it. Yeah. It's the way you work the terminology. You know, it's like. Well, it's also how you view what it means. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the yeah. way you view it, too. Yeah. I think we're too caught up in that kind of stuff. But I know um, you're big on that, by the way. I don't mean to interrupt, but I know you're big on um, there's certain. I mean, even like when it came to like the BLM stuff and like stuff you're talking about now, it's kind of the same thing. You almost seem like uh, which it's kind of opened my eyes to understand like what's important and what's not. But when I've noticed you're kind of against some of those like stereotypes or, you know, the things that are talked about like that, I'm trying to think of some other ones, you know, but stuff, because I'll bring something up to you sometimes and you're like, yeah, but that shit doesn't even really matter. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like in the, in, in the long run. So it's, it's. And the thing about it, I'm not even, I've been well off most of my life. I come from a, a family to like two parents that didn't go to college. But Same. I haven't I've haven't had to struggle for anything. No, me either. But I understand where people's concerns are who are, are not as fortunate as I am. 
and and I wouldn't say that we're getting by it, man. We're barely getting by. I say now, you know, like my personal situation. Oh, you know, I'm I mean, by, brother. I'm in between. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to job market now, but it's like psychologically, I'm still sort of rebounding from my PhD program. And you know, people see the title, but man, it's um, I just want to be viewed as a regular person. I, 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 I know that I have credentials. I don't need to to project that to people that I have credentials of the doctor. Like I know that I have those credentials. I just want to be able to change people's minds enough to where if I change 10 people's minds, I feel like I've done my job. If I can change 10 people, maybe those 10 people can change five more people. And then between those five, 10 people, that's 50 people you've changed. I'm not trying to change the world like everybody. I just want to reach out to people and see what that does. But I can't. I don't feel like I can do that though. If I'm just okay with the way things are, like I'm, not, I'm never going to be okay with the way things are. No, I mean there, that's anything in life too, man. Like I mean, there's there's room for improvement, and especially in, in, in the form that we're talking right now, there's improvements just not being made out there. You know, the stuff that we're talking about, and that's why we're doing this. But yeah, you know, you're talking about like like reaching out to people and and like changing people's minds and and the hard thing now and, and and maybe this is just a perception that I have but I kind of feel like the past couple of years people's people have even got even more closed-minded as a whole unfortunately to where and I'm not like tooting my own horn but I'm like sometimes I almost think I'm too open-minded because then I'm like I feel like I'm always changing my mind but I'm just searching for answers man like I want to find out you know I want to learn as much as I can but to to do what you're doing and and it, it's you're gonna have to find those people that are free thinkers open like there you, are those there are those. you have you, to look you have to look yeah you have to be willing these people have to be willing you have to be willing to have your mind changed and that is something because you know won't get into the this but i have a severe case of adhd and i actually change is really hard for me like just day to day but you you have to be willing to have your mind changed on even on something that you may have just been dead set on and i think as a whole the society has gotten more closed-minded so i'm hoping more people can open their minds to you know stuff like this so they can have their minds changed you know well well you have homework mr king i tell you before we talk about rogan and door the last hour i wanted to um I, I challenge you as a friend to um, reach out to people. Um, we've talked about people before. I don't want to bridge name drop people on this pod like that, unless they're like, you know, way high up. I name drop. I'm not going to name drop on coming like the everyday person. I already know. But, but they're <laughs> associates of yours. I want you to reach out to those people and tell them that what the left is is not what they think the left is at all. It's not, trust me, the, the conversations are happening right now. If you go on Twitter, as much stuff as Twitter takes, there's actually a lot of dialogue, like healthy, comfortable dialogue going on right now between these misfit right-wingers and these misfit left-wingers. Like that are on the actual, the problem is that there's so many people that have been sort of like thrown away from this system that they don't care anymore. And so they don't, it does seem like that they, they are right wing 
or they may seem left-wing or whatever, it doesn't matter that they're exchanging ideas and they're talking to each other. A lot of these people are just tired and they want to see something different. And again, I'll go back to that again. I don't believe in Bernie Sanders. I don't believe in Donald Trump. But those two people had their bases had an emotional connection with those two. And those people are left behind now, like especially the Bernie people. The Bernie people, man, are, I talked to some of them quite a bit. Some of them want to just stick stick it through with the Democrats. And I'm like, dude, leave the Democratic Party. Never go back to the Democratic Party. Just fuck Bernie Sanders. <laughs> no, no, seriously. He's yeah. obviously, I think he's too old and he's just, he's not going to change. He's always going to be a part of that club. I think at one point he had good intentions, but he realized, I don't think he realized how much power he had. And once it got bigger than, than what he thought, it scared him. And yeah, so what hey, happened? He they, had to defer back to what they told him to do. They fucked Bernie twice, dude. But, but that's why I can't take him seriously, though. He allowed it to happen, though. I, could, I see what you're saying, but yeah. They, they did, but I can't worry about Bernie anymore. He's still whatever. His supporters were stranded, though. And so where are they supposed to go now? They're not going to support Democrats anymore. And so what are they doing now? They're talking to Trumpers. They're talking to libertarians. They're talking to socialists. They're talking to green people. They're talking to anarchists. They're talking to anybody they can. Why? Because they just need someone to talk to. A lot of people are still searching for that political home. They don't even know this out there. It's out there, I'm telling you. If you believe in electoral politics, which I don't, I don't at this point, but I'll still support someone who has a good heart and is in the right place, like a constant to every at Jay Carrico. I support people like that. Constance, gotta love I support, I would support. <laughs> If you had to tell me, I would support Spike Cohen. If the options were limited enough, Spike isn't my number one choice. But I would support Spike under certain circumstances. I would support him, yes. Because what he's offering me is better than what anybody else has offered me. Yeah, 100%. And that, I think it's kind of like you got to shop around. I mean, if you're not getting it from here, you got to get it from somebody else. And there's some good right-wing people out there. There's some good love. I mess with all kinds of people. I, um, I'll i listen to anybody. Kind of like the Alex Jones camp, like those kind of... I mess with people like that. As far as listening to them, I'll listen to Alex Jones. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Okay, yeah, I'll tell you right now, and this is going to be unpopular to a lot of people, but... Dude, dude I who do, cares? Who I, cares? Do listen, I do listen to Alex Jones. I listen to everybody. I don't... I don't... And, and, and here's why. Regardless... Just because I don't believe in whatever, like I want to learn because I want to know what, how they're thinking, why they're thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, there's I just I try to like keep my horizons very broad when it comes to stuff that I'm intaking and and everything now because I think the more different views you get, you kind of come together in the middle at some point and be like, okay, I kind of like get what they're saying. Well, then I kind of get it here. So then it's kind of like a mixture of knowledge you know and that's just that's kind of like what i'm trying to do right now basically that's again if if alex jones or anyone of that persuasion on any political spectrum 
if they were not a serious threat, then why are they being, then why are they censored? That's the question I ask. If, if you don't listen to Alex Jones, then why are you worried about him having a platform? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you right now, like uh, Alex Jones, I mean, there's a, as crazy as people think he is, he has proven certain things. That's all I'll say. But yeah. He's like not he, that crazy. He's not that crazy. Who's saying, who's saying that he's crazy though? The Democrats. No, it's not. Yeah, it is, no, it's man. not. No, it's not. Look at well, it, no, it's not. Look I at know. the threads. The traditional Republicans cannot stand people like Alex Jones. Traditional Republicans. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, but again, we're talking about spectrums. I see the people that you're talking about as the left in quotations. Those same the same Democrats that you're talking about, Democrats now supported Ronald Reagan in the 80s. And that, and I have, I have documented evidence of this. Yeah. The same people who you describe as Democrats supported Ronald Reagan in the 1980s. So what difference does it really make when you say that? You know, they're not, they're the same people. The Reagan Republicans of the 80s are now the Democrats of the 2020s. Yeah, it's like they've... That's why you have Liz Cheney. That's why she's getting... That's why she's in a... She's struggling right now against the Trump... Um, the Trump-supported candidate is whooping her ass right now. You know why? Because people don't fucking like Liz Cheney. The Trump people don't. The Trump people hate Liz Cheney. That's what I'm telling you. There's factions within... I don't even view... And this is what disappoints me the most about Donald Trump. It's not even about his comments. If he should, he should have gone third party. He's been a third party. Hey, you've said that so many times to me. He like, has. Look at his history. He's been a third party proponent for years. He has. Look at Bernie. He runs as an independent in the Senate. Do you see the I next to his name in parentheses? The motherfucker runs as an independent in the Senate. So why does he run as a why does he run as a Democrat in the elections? It begs the question, why does someone as popular as Bernie Sanders, why does he not run as an independent when he runs for president? Because he is still sucking the Democratic Party's dick or their pussy, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know, you start thinking about it and it's like, what if one of those types of people did run as third party? It probably And Trump. And say, think about Trump. If Trump said tomorrow, I'm running as an independent, would he not get support? He's going to get the same support that he would if he did Republican, ran as a Republican. But what would that do? What would that do to the system? It's going to flip the whole system upside down is what it's going to do. And that's why I don't believe him. That's why I don't respect him. Because he knows that. Because he was part of the Reform Party. And he, he's been a part of the third party. He was in the same party that Jesse Jackson was in. Or not just Jesse Ventura. Jesse oh, Ventura. God. Jesse Ventura, man. Don't even, yeah. He was in the same reform party as Jesse Ventura was. That dude is batshit crazy, I will say. I'm just Who is? Jesse Ventura. You think so? Oh, dude, I'm not a Jesse Ventura fan. I think he's a fucking idiot. Really? Yeah. He may be coming on the pod, dude. Oh, well. That, no, no, that's, that's, <laughs> no, no, you're fine. No, you're fine. No, no. No, no, well, no. So, like, I, you know, I've all, I'm in that shock jock world. So, I always, I'm shocked, I, that, I'm shocked that you had those views of Jesse Ventura. That's weird. I grew up 
well, not grow up, but like I, I, I was a big Opie and Anthony fan back in the day, and he was on there a lot, and he would like argue just really stupid ass points with them a lot, and it just, I think like there's like the Alex Jones type of conspiracy stuff, but then he's kind of at another level. I don't know. There, really? Yeah. That's I'm surprised. That, I'm surprised you're saying that. A lot I'm, of I'm it, really, I really am. I'm kind of surprised at that. Yeah. I I just I don't know. I. He's been on a lot of the podcasts I've listened to, and I just and, – and part of that is kind of personal because he's known to be kind of an asshole in all of those. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, part of that's, like, aside from his – I can get that, the personality. I can get the, the Bryce oh. personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, people say he's the worst interview ever, like, normally. <laughs> but, see, my, but my goal is this, and I'll wrap this up with the whole binary stuff. The My premise is this. The average Trump voter is actually, to me, they're more left than the average Biden voter without even knowing it. Because why? I think anyone that that is more conducive to changing has more benefit to me personally. Yeah. And that's why the people that you, I don't know if you follow them or not, but I'm going to get people from Revolutionary Blackout Network on my podcast. Savvy Sabs, Sabrina Salvato is actually going to be on in a few weeks. Those people were canvassing for Bernie. They were flipping over Trump supporters left and right. Teaching them about socialism, teaching them yeah, about this and that. You, you don't hear this in the mainstream, though. I can't Why, wait to hear that. The Trump people, you can tap into them more. Why? Because they don't even know really why they're supporting who they are. They're more gullible, to be quite honest with you. Everybody's gullible, but I think that the Trump people is like, just think about it. Motherfucker, you poor like I am, right? If you're talking about a poor voter, let's just use the, and not all Trump voters are poor. I'm not saying that, but using it as a premise, you can connect to those people a lot easier than you can the people that I work with that are professors with doctorates. Those are two different kinds of people that you're connecting to for different reasons. And that's what I mean about appeal to people. I would respect the motherfucker more if he would have just flipped the system because that would definitely make people question things more and run third party. It would enhance third party representation for sure. It would help third parties. He don't want to do that though because he's part of the system. And you know, we're talking about things that like what it's going to take for that to happen, dude. It might take somebody like I mean, I'm not saying Trump per se, but it's, oh it no, might, it would take it would have to take someone like that. It, uh, but it would it's gonna have to, yeah. That can that has that following to run as, yeah. The the thing I hate about Trump the most is that he's actually he's making the Democrats more right wing. It's almost like they're trying to battle to see who can be the the best version of George Bush. I mean, look at the Democrats now. They they like Liz Cheney now. They like Bush, Cheney, like Dick Cheney's daughter. They they're actually fucking with with Liz Cheney now, which is completely weird to me. I'm like, so so Tyler, you can never use the left label again for Democrats. You got to stop that, man. Like yeah, I'm saying, yeah. as a as a friend, because dude, we're not the same at all. Okay, like I know, right, <laughs> most, dude. Most leftists would check your ass, dude, at the door. Oh, yeah, right. just, 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 <laughs> But I just, I'm doing it more just like, nah, man, I'm going to distance that. I'm not going to be like, no, 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 like that. 
because you're still learning. I get it. it, it it's hard. I had to unbrainwash myself for years. I used well, to be I told a you, I was drinking the Kool Aid, brother. Like I was, I was, I, I was a diehard liberal back in the day. I was Dude, a diehard like, liberal. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that long ago. I was a big fan of AOC. It was about four years ago. I've never. Well, that's news to me. I've never heard you say anything good. <laughs> I, no, if you look at some of my old Facebook posts, I was very. I was. Day. I was encouraged by AOC. But then I realized, and that in 2018, I realized that you can't be a good-hearted Democrat and, and change or Republican. You can't, you can't operate within those two and be a good person for, for, for our benefit, personally. 